The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. It's time! With Bruce Buffer. And now, it's time for the voice of mixed martial arts. We are it's Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. It's time. From the shores of Malibu, where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of whenever and wherever the UFC is going. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. It's no holes barred radio, folks. We talk President Trump. We talk politics. We are talking COVID-19 pandemic. We have to discuss this. We talk about it all. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, and who else? And who better to be here with us with TJ DeSantis, my co-host, and myself? But... The ever-loving, the ever-sensual, the ever-intelligent, the ever-invigorating, the ever-whatever is going to come out of her mouth and let us know about it today as strong and as lightly and as lovingly as she will. None other than Miss Sammy Phillips. Hi, Sammy. Hi, Brucey. Hi, TJ. Hi. Sammy, we all know what's going on. I can imagine how your industry is being affected, my industry is being affected, TJ, everybody out there. My heart goes out to so many people who are sequestered at home or either can't go to work or either have lost their job, have no 401k, have no paychecks coming in. It's horrific. Yeah. The, the unemployment rate is going up to as much as nine. They say, no, I heard people guesstimate we could be at 40, 50% during this three, four month, two month period, whatever's happening. Nobody has a crystal ball. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff today, including that, because I just want to start off the show by saying everybody out there, I put a message on my Instagram a few days ago, that message still stands tall. We are the United States of America. We are in a battle against a war, a pandemic war around this universe, this world in which we live with all the other countries and all the other leaders of the other countries. We need to do what medical and professionals tell us to do. We need to follow the facts and we need to follow what needs to be done. And that goes out for you young people. You heard me last week. I'm saying again, the millennials, Sammy, we discussed this earlier, very important. You're not doing it 100% yet. Maybe not everybody is, but you will as you read that it's going to probably get worse before it gets better. That's all I'm going to say, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to lighten up. We're going to talk about the good times. Sammy, speaking of Stay at home, which we're here in California and other states are following. What are you doing? I know at home you're so busy. You're always working. How are you getting through your day? What is the thing that gets you through your day the most? I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Sammy Phillips. 
But then there's also, look, oh, yeah. What better than an animal's love? Oh, you got five of those little kittens, oh, right? Oh, man. Hang on. Sa oh. Sammy is laying in her bed with a cat on this show, and we're on video. I'm pretty sure people are wondering whether or not they like signed up for a $19.99 subscription fee or something right now. Oh, yeah. There you go. Sammy. Sammy, you're on my show. I get 20%. Sorry. Uh, manager's fee. <laughs> yeah, all you're gonna hear. Wait, hold on. Here, uh, this is this is above my bed. This says it all. Is it backwards or rightwards? No, you're good. Oh, it's, crazy it's a, cat lady. Yeah, you're good. good. You're good. It's all See? there. So, hey. um, yeah. Uh, I, in all honesty, do you want to know what I've been doing? Well, first off, I want to know what do you what is your choice, indica, sativa, or hybrid? Because you know the indica is the relaxing kind, right? Mm -hmm. So, what is your choice? What is your choice? All of the above. Okay, uh, we got that answer. Go ahead, finish, finish your story. <laughs> so sativa's good uh, during the day. Uh, it's a heady high. It makes you think. It makes you be creative. It gives you energy. Hybrid, depending upon if it's a sativa or indica dominant, well, it's a combination, but one's either a little bit more heady or a little bit more body. And then the indica is what you usually smoke when you want to go to bed at nighttime and you want your body to relax. Right. Me, and you're I love them all. Uh, I can smoke them all at any time, day or night. It doesn't matter what it is. For me, it's the taste. But let me tell you what I've been doing. Um, I have had the fortunate luxury. Um, part of my job anyway, I oftentimes get to work from home. But a lot of my focus when I'm working from home is actually working. And I'm always looking around like, God, I need to do that project. You know, everyone has house projects and everyone has spring cleaning and everyone has closets that are full and junk drawers and piles of laundry and, you know, you know, home improvement things that they've been dying to do. So I have two roommates and it's chop, chop, chop. No one's working. What are we going to sit around, stare at each other? Let's be productive. Right. So literally I have a massive house list and every day, the three of us are just knocking things off of it. And I have to say, I feel super accomplished. I'm still doing my job. I'm still doing the things I'm required to do. But there's a lot less of work right now for everyone, even if you do work at home. So there's I, only, I, you I, know, there's only so much to be done. I, so. I, hate, I hate to cut you off. I think I may be the exception to the rule, which I'm thankful for. It hasn't really turned into like dollars yet, but everyone wants to do a podcast. And I've been hit up by like multiple people wanting to do podcasts, which is great for me. I mean, we haven't closed any deals per se, and I won't see any sort of residuals uh, on that for a, a few months. But uh, I'm like really busy. And when I talk to people, uh, they're like, oh, you bored yet? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm kind of out of my mind right now because I'm trying to make meetings and all these recording times happen. And yeah, like th this is one thing that I do think that is kind of good about this. And we've seen this in a variety of levels. Um, people that have wanted to be creative and, and do things like podcasts or singing, drawing, doing anything where they can kind of get exposure online from it. Now's the time. And whether or not you're, you know, actually putting money into it or, you know, just going out there and, and sort of, you know, taking the leap uh, into those sort of uh, ventures, like what better time than when you can't leave your house? And it's good for you because as far as a job goes, I mean, how lucky are you? You can do your job from home. 
Do you know what I mean? But I don't. A, I don't. I have a studio somewhere else. But yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, but but, but a lot of a lot of it's got to affect you though, TJ. And you oh, do, no, no, God, I I have an eight year old little boy at home who has methamphetamine levels of energy and can't go to the park. So it definitely affects me. My my poor wife uh, has been working from home and like simultaneously trying to keep our son occupied, which sounds like the hardest thing in the world to do. And I'm very fortunate to have her, but I, I, everyone's impacted. There's no way that there's anybody out there that is living their life and has no idea that this is going on. Like it, it's the craziest time I think I've ever been alive. Like since nine 11, this is definitely the craziest time that I've ever um, can remember. And, and honestly, I think this is maybe this is unpopular to say, but it, it's more impactful than nine 11 because I feel like we were really united after nine 11 and we, you know, really kind of like stood for something and we're going to get past it. And we all knew that we needed to sort of rely on one another to stay safe. Now there are a bunch of people that are feeling shut in and, you know, are out of work and well, they're starting to get a little bit jaded. I think here's, and here's also I, desperate times, you know, create desperate people that end up in desperate scenarios. Do you know what I mean? And right. that's the thing that troubles me the, the most is all the people that, you know, the first is coming up. They might have next month's rent or they might, you know, have a nice landlord that will be lenient with them next month. But what happens if it goes another month? And then, I mean, I, you know, people are listening all over the world, all over the country. It's not easy to find. It's so weird. A friend of mine lives in Newport Coast. She went to her local Vons. It's packed, packed with meat, packed with everything. I go to my bonds. Yeah. There's nothing there. Yeah. My so, store is the same way. There's like no meat. There's no toilet paper. Um, like the soup is gone. And every day they'll get something new. Like uh, the other day, like the cereal aisle. There, if you're not listen, there when that shipment comes in, yeah, you're, fuck you. Yep. You're, listen, listen, guys, you know, you know what you're all describing because we're all going through changes in our home life, obviously with the stay at home. I mean, for me, you know, I'm adjusting like everybody else. It probably took me from the point the order came down. It took me maybe four days, three days to actually enjoy being home. You know, where I'm, I realized this is where I'm at. Luckily, all of us have lovely homes. I wish everybody had has a wonderful home out there to spend time. And so, but with that being said, when you think about what happened during World War II, when you think about what happened during the Depression, when people were standing in line for bread lines during the Depression, World War II, people going to war and going through what they're going through, and we're home and and home observing, and factories like car factories switching over to make bombs and arms and tanks for the war. What we have now is factories like 3M turning over to make masks and 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 antiseptic or whatever they're doing. It's like industries are changing because when 9/11 happened as horrific and forever it will be in our memories. We were all affected, but we were not affected the way we're affected today because today, most of us, if not all of us in the United States, as we go under these stay-at-home rulings, are affected because we're right. all affected doing the same thing. Yep. We're all being told we all have to do the same thing. The bombs aren't bursting next to us. They're bursting all around us in the air, and we're being told to protect ourselves. Yeah. This is a united front. But it's a united front Ugh. that will only work if everybody listens to what needs to be done. That's what I'm you know? saying, Bruce. Like I, I, I wish you were right. I wish it was a united front. But every day that goes by, I hear more I and more people starting to just get restless and stir crazy and go, "We need to move on." And 
you know, if people are going to die, well, unfortunately, people are going to die. And it's like, that that's great if you want to make that choice, but I don't want to lose, like, my mother-in-law, who has stage 4 lung cancer. I don't want to lose her because people felt the economy was more important. You know what I mean? People like, have to all, you're right. You're right, TJ, because it's not just about protecting ourselves. They, they, the young people hear that you get sick. Well, there's 12-year-olds that are being reported in the hospital. Right. It's now being reported that 20% of the people being admitted to the hospital are from the ages of 20 to 45. Right. Okay. We all know the death rate is higher for older, but people that are compromised, asthma, whatever, which there's many, but now completely healthy individuals. Yeah. Yeah. I have, are to, succumbing. I have to say something. I think part of the, the confusion and problem is the confusing messages that people are hearing. I'm not saying it's the media's fault. I'm saying it's the president's fault. I, I look towards like Governor Andrew Cuomo. I look for his press conferences. The governor awesome. of New York City awesome. to tell me what the fuck is going on. And he's very transparent about the problems and the necessities and the spread, and the data, and the numbers, and the facts, which is things that we need to know. And I think a lot of people don't pay attention to it, the younger kids you want to call it, because it doesn't really affect them. They right. don't know. And I have an idiot friend of mine say, Sam, really, do you know one person with coronas? I mean, seriously. Yes, and you I'm probably like, do. Actually, I do. Yeah. I know Six, degree, six degrees I of know separation. Several. Six degrees of separation for me, and I'm sorry, Sammy. In the last 24 hours, seven people. Yeah, no, I wow. know okay, seven. seven people that I, I don't hang around, but I know right. of. Well, I mean, it three point five people, this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is the problem too. There are plenty of people that are suffering with symptoms, and they'll go to the doctor, and even if they have every symptom on the list, they don't meet the criteria you know, necessary to get a test. So it's like they're leaving the doctor's office, like knowing that they're leaving. Look, you have a virus. We don't know how what about, it is, but how about they're expecting the, the first responder doctors and nurses who have been exposed to patients with it to keep on keeping on. Whereas in the beginning they were quarantining everybody and then waiting to see if that they had tested. Now they're not even doing that. They're like, get back to fucking work. Now they're saying that one in 10 Doctors and frontline nurses are being infected with the virus. So think about how thankful we need to be for the people that are not just working in the grocery stores and delivering and Amazon. Those people are keeping us alive, right? Mm -hmm. In many more ways than one. These doctors and nurses and front and frontline line first responders, police and paramedics, and wow, think about it. One in ten, they are going to war every day with a ten percent chance they will come home wounded. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. And that's a problem too. Like if you have it and you're young and you're not exposed to other people, you'll probably be fine. There are probably a lot of people that have had this prior to, I'm not just saying like here in the States, like just in general, yeah. have probably had no, this. They say there is. Right. They say there is. Yeah. But right. Probably have this prior and passed it and are already recovered and, you know, may or may not be immune. I mean, that, that seems to be an ongoing sort of changing narrative on whether or not you know, you're, you're immune from this for, for how long, but it's just like, yeah, it doesn't matter whether or not you are going to get sick and you are going to die. It's the fact that you could be a carrier of it. You touch something at the grocery store and then someone who's immunocompromised, maybe not even know that they're immunocompromised, they get it and they end up dead. You never hear about it, 
but <laughs> you may be the reason that someone passed away. I can't live with that on my conscience. That sounds terrible. I, I can't either, but let's talk about the lifestyle changes that are taking place before we get into some stories here relating to COVID-19 in the news. <laughs> Uh-oh. Is that, is, that, is that dry or wet, Sammy? It's from her medicine, Buff. It's, it's, it's medical-induced yeah. cough. <laughs> it's, a, it's a CBD cough yeah. with a THC additive. Okay, uh-huh. so, here, here, here. so here we go. Handshakes are gone, guys. Yeah. Handshakes will never ever come back i don't i don't know if they'll never come back i don't know what are we gonna have the is it gonna be like the off season and the active season is it like yeah what do we do well once there's a once there's a a a vaccine yeah i mean this is just gonna be another virus just like influenza is you're not gonna see people stop i i pray that's the case i pray wait you guys heard about sylvia brown right the psychic what that Oh, really? Oh, no, no. Oh, I've, that, I've heard it. I've heard it, but I'm asking the one you that to predict, say it. The one that predicted this whole thing? Yeah, but she yeah. also predicts yeah. a bunch of other stuff that never comes true. If you make a hundred predictions and one comes true, people are always going to remember, hey, you made that one You made that one prediction that came true. They're she, not going to remember the 99 other ones. Well, she picked, a, she picked a pretty big one. <laughs> predictions. Yeah, but, 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 but she also, didn't she also predict like the end of the world once upon a time? Like that's a pretty big one to miss on. Well, go ahead and tell us. You got this one right, obviously. So what does she say up to this point? Okay. Uh, basically, uh, she said, hold on a second. I'll tell you. And everyone's been talking about it. Wait, while uh, you try to find it, Sylvia Brown also I, made some predictions uh, about this little boy in Minnesota who went missing named Jacob Wetterling and said a whole bunch of stuff that proved to be not true. Like psychics, like sure, it's it's an entertainment thing. That's fine. And yeah, maybe sometimes they're right. But to, okay. to give her a bunch of right. credit, come on now. Okay, no, but this is this is why I want to bring this up. Because do you remember one of uh, Trump's press conferences? And they played it a bunch of times, so you might remember the quote, where he basically says, you know, it's not a big deal. It's going to come and it's just going to disappear. It's going to come and it's going to go. Like it's ne- Like it was never here. Right. He said something like that, right? It's going it's like, to be like a miracle, I think he said. It's, it's just, just going to go away. Like, yeah. It's just going to go away. Well, this is her prediction. So I think he's a Sylvia Brown fan. In around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. Almost more baffling than the illness itself will be the fact that it will suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrived. Attack again, hold on, oh no, get away. Uh, Attack again 10 years later and then disappear completely. So pretend you're Trump and you're a fan of Sylvia Brown. That would make sense why you're not really putting much stock into this virus that's going to disappear eventually and then Come back in a decade when he's not even president, and then it's going to disappear completely. Well, I can't. So, I can't wait for her to be a cabinet member in the near future. Hey, all right, I mean, all right. I think this lady's dead. Is she dead? Oh, I, mean, I don't think so. Okay, probably She's, not. Where's Eddie Bravo when you need him? Okay, let's move on to some stuff. Hopefully here. quarantined. <laughs> hopefully quarantined. We'll see. Well, I don't know. April eighteenth, Ferguson, Habib, Habib Nurmagomedov. Is that other saying well, potentially? Well, apparently, if it's after Easter, it should be fine. I saw that on the news last night. So don't don't worry. It's about the day. It. Be, it's the day before Easter. 
Oh man. I don't I don't know what to say Who knows? like it, like but nobody I, knows what to say. There's nobody has a crystal ball. It changes right. every day. Well, Sylvia yeah. Brown hey, apparently have, has a crystal have ball. Let me say something. Yeah. Have you guys heard about like the Tyrese scandal? Have you heard anything about So, I got sent Tyrese Instagram. I got sent this uh post that he had posted, I guess, a couple of days ago. And it's a female voice of a girl, a woman, a girl, uh, sounds young, with an accent, clearly foreign. And in it, it's to me, I think it's Greta Thunberg, the little activist, the little, you know, the environmentalist activist, young girl. It sounds just like, just like. What was the, what was the gist of it? Okay. So basically. Because I, ha- I had to write it down. It was interesting. She gave some information that I had not heard of. And it's going all around social media. So she says that she had received uh, a communication from a doctor that works in a Spanish hospital. Um, and it's in Spanish, the communication. And she transcribes it. Um, she said that the Chinese understand the virus after doing autopsies on bodies realizing that, you know, the respiratory pathways get uh, thick mucus that obstructs and it like solidifies, et cetera. And there's only certain ways that you can go about treating it and it takes days and days. So they figured all that out. Ways to um, avoid getting sick are as follows. Drink lots of hot liquids, coffees, soups, teas, warm water, further, Take a sip of warm water every 20 minutes because this keeps the mouth moist and washes any virus in the mouth into the stomach where gastric juices can neutralize the virus before it gets to the lungs. Whether or not that's true, that's one. Two, gargle with antiseptic and warm water every day, whether it's vinegar, salt, lemon, etc. The virus attaches itself to hair and clothes. So um, you must... Uh, if you go outside, when you come in, take off your clothes. Uh, take a shower or bath immediately uh, when you get in from outside. If you cannot wash your clothes, if you leave them out in direct sunlight, it supposedly neutralizes the virus. Um, wash metallic surfaces vigilantly. Apparently, the virus can live on them for nine days. So uh, that's why everyone keeps disinfecting all these metal Objects, doorknobs, railings, etc. Number five is don't smoke. Smoke. Hello. <laughs> smoke. <laughs> the worst people, thing. Well, I'm that, doing like one through four, so fuck off. Yeah, but the pot is still the worst. Even though they say it doesn't cause cancer, it's still smoke in the lungs, which obviously is nothing's I mean, good about smoking. Me, the lungs. I don't sound the best. So, but okay, but moving you, on. You sounded that way from day one, Sammy. It's all right. Thank you. Okay, number six is wash your hands every 20 minutes with any type of soap that foams. Uh, do it for 20 seconds, like foamy, and wash them thoroughly. Uh, seven, eat fruits and vegetables. Try to alleviate, elevate sorry, your zinc levels, not just your vitamin C levels. Number eight, funnily enough, Bruce, I don't know if you remember me telling you this last year. One of my cats 
was diagnosed with coronavirus a year ago. Yeah. So coronavirus is very common in cats. Right. So number eight is animals do not spread the coronavirus to people. It's a person-to-person transmission. As is with cats, it's cat to cat. But I thought, I thought it came from bats. I thought it. Well, no, that that's you're talking about the origination, which is still in question. But that's what they're saying. What we're talking oh, about here I, is transference. Get the fuck out of here! Come on, it's man-made. It can, yeah. I. That's a whole other subject based on what we're. But based on what we're talking about now, it did come out. But then they, you said hair. So I've also heard, and I don't know if it's true, if it's not used that way, but if somebody with it strokes your animal's hair, pelt, fur, whatever, and they, you touch it, it can transfer to your hand from the fur. So no. the animals have to stay sequestered also, or is that not true? Hey, no. hey, I, no. I, I, don't, I don't know about the hair thing, but I've been doing my part to make sure that. Yeah, right. Okay, that's. That's no, so it, animals stay with animals, people stay with people. The virus, it's a different type of virus, and it doesn't hop species like that. Okay, good. Um, uh, number how, nine is how long uh, is this list? One more. Okay. Uh, after this one, try to avoid getting the common flu. Nine, and then here you go. The weirdest thing ever. Try to avoid drinking cold things or eating cold things. So no, something that's not, that's not weird to me at all. Okay. I don't find that weird. You know what I find weird? I find it weird that Sammy said this is man-made, and Bruce, you sort of agreed. Okay, first of all, don't get me started super quick. I'm going to summarize in one sentence. This is man-made, a bio-warfare chemical weapon that was produced somewhere, I don't know where, that it accidentally got out, human error, whatever the fuck, and here we are. It oh, works. I, hey guys, I, I gotta go. I, I gotta go get my tinfoil cap. I'll be right back. Yeah. Okay. So wait. I'm not. No reason, I'm not wait. doubting that. I, I'm not doubting that possibility. I. I just, it just hasn't been concretely determined yet. And, and also, there's, in my opinion, there's reasons it that I feel certain governments or and presidents have been slow to act because what is it doing? What is it going to do? It's going to kill. The infirm, the weak, the old, the drains on the system, the people that end up taking up all the resources, the ones that can't really contribute to society. Uh, bye bye. It is um, the great population leveler. So think well, about you're talking that. about a chemical, a chemical form of genocide is what you're saying. Yes, that is exactly what I'm saying. So now. I didn't say that you said it, but I'm not questioning I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm listening because everything has yet to be determined. People are talking about whether it's stockbroker bookies or whatever. The history proves this. History proves that. We are not – we cannot judge on history anymore. We're, we're writing history daily as it's being written regarding what we're going through without without a question of a doubt. I, all these things are possible, Sammy. They're all possible. Let's, let's go thing. through. I just – really quick and we can like squash it. I, uh, no. I, I'm, I'm not even like plussed about it. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it's a big conspiracy and they just want to kill all the old, the weak, the people that draining the system. Okay. So moving forward, like then what's everyone else left to do? Um, you know, the ones that don't die off, the ones that have to repair and rebuild and watch they're going to give great stimulus pack. They're going to help the people rebuild the ones that are still alive because they need business to get back to normal. So 
um, you know, I don't put anything past anyone. And <sighs> hey, I mean, it's not a idea if you want to get rid of a whole bunch of fucking people. There you go. Here's my thing about what you're saying, Sam. You may be right. I highly doubt it. You may be right. Um, I watched many movies. One thing that does concern me, though, about it, let's just say, for example, you you are right. Okay, just for this hypothetical, you're right. What happens when it evolves and it changes and it no longer targets just the elderly? Because that's what viruses do. That's what things that are living do. They evolve and they adapt. Uh, and at some okay, point, ready? you're going to run out of right. targets and it's just going to turn on everyone that's supposed okay, to be ready? safe. Let me, let me, let me step in. I have to say one thing. I'll say one thing. To, let me just please. <laughs> and, and, and get out that tin hat. It's called um, monkeys and AIDS. I think uh, a similar thing that that was also a disease that was developed to off a certain culture of people. But it turns out that me personally, I think it was an amyl nitrate or something that a large part of the gay population and partiers used. And therefore it crossed over into other forms of human beings and not just the gay population. But I think that they create viruses to eliminate certain people. And, and, and they love to put it on animals. Oh, it's a monkey. Oh, it's a bat. Bullshit. But anyway, go ahead, Bruce. Sorry. <laughs> Where's Eddie Bravo when you need him? Oh, boy. All right. Listen, that's what we talk about. There's no holes barred radio, folks. Sammy Phillips, conspiracy theories, thoughts. But you know what? There's a lot still left to be proved out there, and the proof will be in the pudding. As they say, I want to comment on a couple of things here regarding what you said. One thing about, okay, the elderly, that obviously 15, greater chance, 15 times greater chance in many estimates of dying than the young. But people got to think about and understand that if you do get the COVID-19 virus and you really understand how it affects your lungs, young or old, you could be losing and living without all your lung tissue for the rest of your life. The damage that can have as far as, let's say, as an example, losing 30% of your lung tissue. That wouldn't be good for me. That wouldn't be good for you. That wouldn't be good for anybody. This is There's a lot of detriments here. And Sammy, you said something about movies. You know, movies do come true. Buck, I've said it before on the show, probably every week recently. Or maybe they just have insight into what's really going on and we uh, don't. Not, let's, not, let's not go conspiratorial here. Let's just talk for a second and just think about the fact that creative minds trying to foresee the future. And back in the 30s, they had Buck Rogers with ray guns and spaceships and all that. It all came true. In the 60s or, or so, the Jetsons animated series was created with everything coming true except for flying cars, which are about to come true from what we're hearing. We have 28 days, end of days, zombie movies, you know, people breathing on people, making him sick. I had an experience the other night, which was reminiscent of what's going on, that I wonder if this is going to be more so because, A, you can't find toilet paper, you can't find paper towels, you can't find Lysol as a rule, handy wipes, all the, you know, that protect against the virus. TJ, a mutual friend of ours, called me up, mm. and he, he wanted to borrow 10 12-gauge shotgun shells. Not borrow. He needed 12. He, he, all his weapons were up at his uh, another location, another home he has, living here in L.A. He only has a pump shotgun and a, and a double-barrel shotgun. And he knows he so only said, needs 10. Well, he wanted more, but I said, look, I'm going to give you, I'll give you 10. And believe me, you don't want to be in a firefight. <laughs> if you need more than 10, you don't even want to be there. Help Mr. Wizard. But all kidding aside, he came over to the house 
And we kept our distance, and I handed a bag of, of 10 shotgun shells, right? <laughs> Double up buck shotgun shells. You know what he handed me? He handed me a bag that had half a, half a, a can of Lysol spray, <laughs> a, half, a, half a jar of Lysol handy wipes to do whatever, and a oh big God. bottle of Purell-type soap. You if know what's crazy? Not a, wait, let me finish. Yeah, if, yeah, that yeah. Is not a, if that is not a scene out of Barter Town in 100%. Road Warrior 2 – Right, yeah. where everybody's bartering and trading back and forth, or Waterworld. Yeah, I looked at that as like, wow, is this what we're coming to? One hundred percent. Because honestly, what you just said, Bruce, what you gave him was better than money. Because it's like I remember I was talking to my my friend from Nevada one time about how Nevada basically sells uh, a bunch of their water to California for drinking and, right. and agricultural purposes. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, Nevada gets a lot of money, so it's great. And his response was. You can't drink money. And it's like, yeah. dang, I never thought about that. And like, you could have handed him money, but that doesn't put shotgun shells in his gun. You know what I mean? Remember, and- remember before World War II, we are in an international, I don't want to paint gloom here. Let's just talk reality. We're in an international recession. Sure, the markets come up 2,000 yesterday, 800 or 1,000 today after it went down so much and everything that that has been built since the Trump administration took over really has disappeared. And now we're trying to find a, a level, you know, or go up or whatever. Sure. All these things are happening as I try to remember the thought I'm trying to make, um, which I money, lost. It. We were talking about money. Oh, money. Yeah. Germany, you know, in Germany, they were burning million dollar Mark notes in trash cans for heat. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my God. Don't you remember that? Back, well, they no, were I wasn't alive then. Depre- this is one of the reasons that Hitler gained the power that he got because Germany was in such a depressive state that he helped take him out of it. And in turn, then he took over the way he took over from there. I'm not saying we're in a Hitlerian society like that. That's not what I'm pointing out. But things happen, you know? Things happen. Everything is gonna, everything's going crazy right now. We don't know where the bottom line is. So let's go over a few stories here because we're being a lot of theor- theoretically uh, – proper and we're being a lot of conspiracy proper and improper so let's to, in some people's minds so let's talk some facts right now the state of new york is in really bad shape right now parts of louisiana i'm hearing is in really bad shape here in la we're closed down along with many other states and a stay-at-home law and well, we're supposed to be they, yeah supposed there's to be. people on our beaches and you know what i hear there's tanks and humvees down in san diego for what they have because they've got probably, my guess is, the National Guard on alert, right? Wow. If martial law happens and they got to post them in the streets at some point to get this thing under thing under under some sane level, which I hope does not happen because we get under a sane level before that. Right now, people are doing military, medically, politically, hopefully, and otherwise, what they should have been doing months ago is preparing. Down here on my beach, right, the beach near where I live here, RVs last week up and down, enjoying the beautiful weather. Order came down. RVs gone, gone. Tents, triages, COVID-19 now down there. As of yesterday, they've treated, they have 10 patients they're treating down there and it's starting to grow. This is like two, three miles, two miles from my house on, on, on a beach area down that stretches for about two, three miles, right? Just like a movie. Things are changing. I remember I was taking a walk with with the dog and Kristen and the, and the kids, right? And we were out on the uh, sand dunes near my home here, right? And we're walking, and all of a sudden, think about a movie when you're sitting there, you're watching TV, and the warning sign comes on, shut down, city shut down, preparation, governor is about to speak, comes over my 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 iPhone. It's like when you're sitting there watching the movie, and all of a sudden you see the 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 streaks of of, of 
jet streams come down. Like, uh, what was that uh, John Milius film? Um, you know, where the, where all of a sudden the, the invaders come in and the bombs are dropping and everything, and now we're all home protecting ourselves. That slow development process that happened in the movie till finally the plot begins to explode. It felt like that last week, last Friday when I was taking that walk, which is the, the or Saturday, the night before the shutdown occurred. You know, and everybody's experiencing something and trying to get a hold on this. You know, in, my insurance man, you know what he said to me yesterday? I was talking about some things. He said, you'd, and he's an ex-police officer. He expects the next thing for him to deal with is arson fires and insurance claims. Mm-hmm. Where people are going out of business and they're setting fire to their businesses, right? You know, which could which could happen, and the possibility. I'm telling you one thing. He said, it, "Believe me, they're going to investigate those so rigidly, and all you're going to do is go to jail for 20 years." Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, people are going to do desperate things. They're stealing. They're 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 going after elderly people coming out of markets. I'm hearing, and stealing their shopping carts. They don't even oh, care what's okay. in it. They're just taking the shopping carts. It's horrible. Horrible. I, I'm, not, I'm hoping this stops here. I'm hoping it stops here. But people, be be aware. You've got to be safe. You've got to be safe so, in many ways. And security factor at your homes is very important right now. So I've got two questions, and maybe you guys can help me out on this because uh, it, it it's it's weird and interesting to me. One, if we were to go on lockdown like India has, India is like on straight up lockdown. Like three weeks, no one's allowed to leave their house. Uh, officials are able to use force and do whatever they need to uh, to ensure that no one is is going beyond their doorstep um i hate to see the kind of force that's going to be used there well i mean i don't know it sounds like everyone's complying thus far and seems to be working i would hope so do you you guys think that that is going to work because one thing i I, and granted the numbers are a little bit dubious in the sense that you know they're the people that have been tested and have tested positive that's why we get those numbers we're still missing a ton of people that have it and just haven't met the criteria uh, to be tested. So those numbers aren't all the people on the planet that that have uh, COVID nineteen. But keep in mind, like India had yesterday had like less than six hundred, and there's over a billion people that live there. Like that that's crazy to me that that number's so low. Here's the thing too to keep in mind. <clears throat> you know, everyone's talking about getting back to the workforce, et cetera, et cetera. Realistically, the only people that it makes sense to allow to go to work at all are anyone that have already had COVID-19 and have recovered because they will probably, they think, not get it again because of the antibodies. So those people specifically shouldn't have to be on lockdown unless they live with an elderly person or someone that they could potentially infect. But at some point, like if it's already been like a week that a lot of people have not been working, right? Maybe a little bit more than a week. Yeah, but nine days, nine days, nine, 10 days. What, what do you think is going to happen in two weeks? Because if you think of like, what was it, Spain, whatever, just they've already been in lockdown and now they just did a mandatory three week one. So if we go into a mandatory three week one at any point after now, I think that people are, unless they know somebody and are generally directly affected, I think you're going to have two, two, two schools of people, pandemonium and people going, fuck this and out and about and stealing and looting and taking what's theirs and not giving a fuck. And then you're going to have the smart people all listening to what they're being told and staying in and trying to get over this thing and have the flatten of the curve, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So it just scares me because 
I just feel that that that's going to end up happening. And then what are we going to do? Well, here's an, uh, here's I, have, I have one thing. more thing I wanted to get to. I said I had two things, if you don't mind, Buff. The, 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 other ahead, one, the other one that I want to know is what are your guys' thoughts about, oh, it's going to go away when the weather gets better and, and once it's warmer, it's going to kill it off because like I'm hearing that and I'm like, yeah, it's still in Brazil. Summer in Brazil. It's in Australia. Yeah. Summer in I'll Australia. Tell I'll tell you my feeling on that. That's why I don't know how long we're going to be in this, you know, distancing lockdown period that we're in because a the vaccine alone they say a year 18 months possibly more they're sure they're trying to get one out speedily and i know that certain things are being done on on that of course but we get over the flu season it starts again next november okay and if we haven't have a vaccine and we haven't had a cure for it and the heat made it go away then just like the regular flu it would stand a reason that would have come back so we can expect another wave. So we have to prepare for that both economically, health-wise, and otherwise, and until a vaccine is out there. And then even when the vaccine's out there, they say, I heard a statistic today, the standard flu vaccine, which I get every year, is 30 to 60% effective. So right. is it, it's always morphing and changing, and there's yeah, yeah mutation morph and, and mutate into. I, mean, I think everybody needs to be exposed to it to get over it, to get on with it. Well, I don't want my mother to be exposed to it. I agreed. No. Not older people, clearly, but the younger, healthier generation that'll like, carry forward. When you get yeah. when you get a flu shot, they're giving you a small dose of the flu, right. a vaccine. So that's what I'm saying. Everybody needs to be quote exposed to some little bit of it to develop the antibodies, so they won't get it. Right. Well, well, here here's another thing. Okay, a leading uh, epidemiologist for the uh, U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention, right? He's estimated that the peak of deaths in the U.S., this with the pandemic, will be three weeks from now. Three weeks from now. After which the most of the damage, he says, will be done. And it'll probably be possible to isolate the vulnerable, allowing many to go back to work. So again, this is all a guesstimate. That's three weeks from now. Isn't that past the period that we're, you know, of Easter and all that kind of stuff? It, nobody can tell on this thing, TJ. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that that's the thing. Like, I, I think the, the biggest thing that we need to keep in mind is that we don't know anything. And everything is, you know, forecasting and, you know, trying to do our best. One thing I will say moving forward, I, I think that if you are someone that is going to break the law, uh, you might think twice about it because <laughs> yeah. if you get home arrest, I think we're all starting to find out that, oh, you just sit at home and everything will be fine. That's That's not really going to jail. Dude, your, your house, even if you live in a nice place, when you're not allowed to leave or you're not supposed to leave, it, it's an adjustment. It, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It's yeah. hard. Yeah, we all have to go through what we have to go through. Let's talk about a couple of things in the news here. Um, Goldman Sachs, and this was only a couple of days ago, predicts that 2.25 million Americans uh, filed for initial unemployment claims just last week. Okay. I mean, the financial burden on this and, and the helping of people that needs to be done by the government is beyond beyond guesstimation on my part. It's just staggering when you think about it. Airlines now are considering doing away with middle seats and also beverage service, right? As a result. That doesn't matter, though. I mean, those planes recycle air. Like, if this is something that we're worried about droplets being in the air, like, you can't be on an airplane. It doesn't matter if you don't sit next to someone. You just can't even be on the damn airplane. I... I don't want to be on an airplane right now, period. So The buffer right bus, let's go. Yeah, there we go. Listen, here's a, here's a crazy thing. 
two airline pilots in Southeast Asia, right? They landed and they were told it was on Air Asia pilots. They were told that they had potential coronavirus infected passengers, right? So moments after they landed in New Delhi, they refused. They didn't want to go through the plane and down the, the tramway. You know what they did, TJ? What? They, they popped open the cockpit window. What? And they had, yeah, they popped open the cockpit window and had a ladder brought to them, and they left out of the cockpit. I didn't even know it they was were, big enough for a human to go through that thing. I Well, this is a big plane, I obviously, guess. from what I can see here. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard of. Like, you're so nervous about going through the plane that you jump out the cockpit window. Yeah. Did you hear that, uh, Sammy? No, I was dealing with a catastrophe. That's Uh-oh. okay. Uh, I hope everything is uh, meow okay. Now, so these two pilots in the Southeast Asia flight landing in New Delhi, they were told that there were possible coronavirus-infected uh, passengers on the plane. Instead of going out the, the doorway and whatever, they didn't want to leave the cockpit. So they opened up the cockpit window, had a, had a, a ladder or stairwell or whatever, and climbed out the cockpit window and went down, avoiding all the passengers. All right. Extreme? I don't think so. I mean, who knows how people are going to react and all this. You know, one thing that's going to come out of this. I think it's extreme because I think that they're still getting that recycled air. I'm with you. I'm with you. What do they do? Quarantine the whole thing that remains to be seen now? The cockpit might have its own uh, air circulation because if there's a terrorist and they put on like a stink bomb thing in the back, it doesn't go into the cockpit and knock them out. I think they're completely self-contained, but I could right. be wrong. Listen, a couple I, of I, I can tell you that that's almost 100% not true because if you look at most airplane uh, doors to the cockpit, there's a, like a little gap at the very top, so it's it's not 100% isolated. Let's talk about a couple of positive things before as we're winding down the show here, guys. Uh, Conor McGregor did something very wonderful on his I part. I saw this. Yeah, I mean, it was a little while ago, Proper 12 donated a million euros, I think, or a million dollars to first responders. In this case, a million euros, which is more than a million dollars. Connor's personally, uh, uh, states here, personal protective equipment that he's buying and paying for to be deployed to all the hospitals fighting uh, the COVID-19 virus situation in the Le- in the Leinster region of Ireland. That's a, that's a pretty big thing. You read about a lot of celebrities donating money and it's it's good to see that they're putting their money to to the use that they're putting it to did let's you, talk about uh, another r- couple r- real quick on connor did you see his message to ireland and the world yesterday basically pleading with the world leaders that he would like us to all go on lockdown to uh prevent yeah. the spread right i saw it yeah absolutely crazy. and apparently he lost an aunt as well not to COVID-19. Oh, he lost an aunt when it okay. came out it was not to COVID-19 oh, he okay. expressed that at first then he retracted it got it okay now one of the good things that are coming out of this, you know, when I always complain on the show about communication, people texting, not communicating, this, that, and the other, this seems to have opened up communication. I think we all have young and older, like, if there's a positive thing come out of this, I think it'd be the appreciation of life, appreciation of what we have, the small things, uh, the, the less important things becoming more important, the cherishing the moments with our family and our friends. Um, do, you, do you find that you start cherishing these things a little more, appreciating them a little more? Is there any change in that in you, Sammy, or do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Hold on, I'm she, looking. She, great she answer. She great, was totally not paying great, attention. Great, I was looking great at, answer, Sammy. <laughs> I, I, was, I was looking at her on camera, like reading some news or probably something about Trump, 
and like totally not into our conversation than you asked her. Uh, I appreciate that about Sammy, though. She's one of a kind. I, I'm sure that pilots breathe the same air as passengers. Uh, I, I put a little heart and a little bit of, of passionate drama into that. I don't think I can recreate it. TJ, do you agree or not? Yeah, I mean, yeah. 100%. I think the world is crazy right now. And if you don't find uh, joy in the little things, you'll make oh. it through the other side of this, but you're going to go crazy in your mind at times. So yeah, like uh, I've, I've found uh, some really wonderful things in uh, my son that I didn't really even notice, you know, prior to, you know, spending most of the day uh, with him. Like and, what? Um, the, the joy of a child is something that you cannot ever get back as, as an adult. Um, the things that he yeah. is excited about and like, not just like, excited about but causes him to just smile from ear to ear and giggle and laugh we'll never experience those things that way like ever yeah, ever the, again it's the it's still the age of innocence no matter how you look at it another thing and that's a beautiful thing too it's beautiful to hear tj listen other things dating okay is there dating now no i mean people are i mean if they are at six feet going out, of course six feet away six from feet one distance, another Meeting somebody new. Think about. Okay, we've talked about the uh, the brothels selling people to wear masks and stuff like that. You've got the dating sites. I mean, they're really those dating sites are more for communicating now. Sites like Bumble, right? They're noticing a twenty one percent increase because now people want to communicate. They're doing video chatting. Whatever they're doing on those videos is their choice. Nice job, Sammy. You're on camera. So with saying <laughs> I'm an itch. You want me to not itch? You're not supposed Pretend to touch your face, girl. Sam. Come on. Pretend I was your girlfriend. These are things that I actually do. I, I hear you, Sammy. All good. Just enjoy yourself. You'll be my girl. This is the girlfriend experience for the hour you're on the show. So I think what's going to be on the rise, though, everybody's sequestered at home. I'm sure that uh, sex is on the rise. I bet there'll be a lot of pregnancies a lot of oh, during yeah. this period. Yeah. And I bet all, and I would venture to guess, too, that at the end of this stay-at-home period, there's going to be some divorces. There's probably going to be more divorces being filed than ever. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're in a relationship with someone prior to this thing all hitting and it was like teetering or, you know, um, on yeah. the verge of, and then you're forced to be, you know, isolated together. That'll, that'll definitely, I think, well, sincerely, um, and not joking, I heard suicide rates could potentially go up. I do know that child abuse rates have gone up. Uh, because Jesus. And, and that has been all over the news in the last day because obviously parents are spending more time with their children. Unlike you, TJ, who delights in your child, there are some parents that are overwhelmed by their child. Well, and uh, I mean, that, 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 that's what I will say. Like I had to find the, the delight in it because he can't go to the park. Do you know what I mean? So he's freaking out and he's having a very hard time with it. And it's like, okay, let's let's uh, deflect, let's you know redirect uh, his enthusiasm onto something else. And like when I'm able to sort of provide that for him, like yesterday we went out in the, the cul-de-sac. We live in a cul-de-sac. No one was outside. Didn't talk to anybody. But we just went outside and played catch with the football. And he was just marveling uh, at you know a spiral that I could throw. And then he was trying to do it. And it's like if if I just stay inside with him and try to kind of deal with his uh, over-exuberance in the uh, sort of frustration and disappointment to where, I mean, he'll cry and he'll break down because we can't go to the park. Like, 
it's going to cause my mood to not be well. And then that just, it, it, it's toxic. Like you want to talk about something that's contagious, like a bad mood when you're all stuck <laughs> in the same place, that's contagious. And uh, to be able to, you know, like I said, sort of look into his eyes and be like, okay, like this kid is eight years old and everything is awesome when, you know, it's even just slightly good. So let's, let's embrace that and let's, let's, you know, be happy. Like I embrace, I, I, I don't want to say that everyone chooses to be happy because I don't think that's the case. Like your feelings are based on a lot of different things, but put yourself in a situation to, to, to be as happy as you can in these times. Absolutely embrace it. And speaking of another type of embracing, obviously we're probably going to cover the subject of sex and COVID-19 on the show. Let me go over a health department uh, directive or memo that went out from the New York City Health Department, okay? The Big Apple, basically, they don't want everybody going crazy like they normally do. So the, the New York City Health Department posted recommendations over the weekend on how folks can have sex while keeping the risk of, of catching COVID-19 low, okay? So for starters— It's got to be only two people. <laughs> close <laughs> come on that was close. funny well, no or come on no I, yeah but that's part of this i mean no orgies obviously <laughs> you know um for starters they say sex with another person probably isn't a good idea right now so they suggest masturbating obviously that would be one thing that would be put out but let me let me give you the tips Wait, that did they, they actually out. put that out like that was actually in a memo that like i'm gonna hey. give you the, I'm, I'm i'm gonna give you the memo right now okay all right let me just get it right i i just i can't i mean Strange times. New York City Health Department, Sex and Coronavirus uh, Disease 2019, COVID-19. All New Yorkers should stay home, minimize contacts with others to spread the, uh, to reduce the spread of COVID-19. Here's tips for how to enjoy uh, sex and avoid COVID-19. Okay, you can get COVID-19 from a person who has it. We know that. The virus can spread to people who are within about six feet of a person with COVID-19 when that person coughs or sneezes. The virus can spread through direct contact with their saliva or mucus, which obviously would be kissing. Correct? Um, COVID-19 has been found in feces of people who are infected with the virus. Uh, COVID-19, they, so they say avoid obviously anal sex. COVID-19 has not yet been found in semen or vaginal fluid. We know that other coronaviruses do not efficiently transmit through sex. So the other coronaviruses out there, they have been proven. Your safest sex partner, obviously yourself, especially if you wash your hands and any toys you're using with soap and water for 20 seconds after. The next safest partner is someone you live with and you have close contact with. Okay. Um, you should avoid close contact, including sex with anybody outside your household. We know that. If you usually meet your sex partners online or make a living by having sex, consider taking a break from in-person dates, obviously. Video date sexting and chat rooms may be options for you. Therefore, you can see that online apps are probably benefiting from all of this. Kissing can easily pass. Take care during sex. Kissing can easily pass COVID-19. Avoid kissing anyone who is not part of your smart circle of contacts. Uh, they have another thing here I'll avoid talking about. Uh, condoms and dental dams may reduce with saliva. In other words, if you're having oral sex or whatever, wear condoms. And wash them before and after sex. Obviously, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Sing the birthday song after you have sex. Um, skip sex with your partner if you're not feeling well. That's obvious. If you start to feel well, they give the thing. Da -da -da -da, da -da -da -da, da -da -da That's it. I think it's all pretty obvious, isn't it? So you know what's funny, Sammy? It used to be it, it, before we go from the age of sex, drugs, and rock and roll to the age of transmittable STDs 
and safe sex to now the age of COVID-19, where are you even going to have sex unless you're with a partner? I mean, does the idea of going out and dating somebody new that you meet for the first time exciting to you right now, Sammy? No. Yeah. It's a weird state we're in. Strange. Amazing, TJ. Sammy did not comment once during that whole list. <laughs> I think she's still trying to figure out if pilots breathe the same air as the uh, passengers. Oh, <laughs> All right. What's the next thing, though, TJ? What about the Internet? I noticed the Internet getting a little slow. Netflix and YouTube are actually slowing down. Yeah. Uh, their mm. bandwidth, whatever you call it, in Europe to keep the internet from breaking. You Throttling, being the technician, yeah. could, do, could the internet break, TJ, sure. with everybody home on the internet at the same time? Yeah. I mean, uh, the internet has slowed down considerably, I think, since this has happened. Maybe not everyone recognizes it, but um, I've had a lot of problems with Skype. That's primarily how I uh, record podcasts with people um, during this show. Your connection was slowing down inexplicably. Mm -hmm. um, th these things happen, and you know, everyone is at home and even when they're not at home, you know, we're on our phones pretty much and, and, you know, using the internet in one form uh, or another. And now that, you know, basically like my, my son starts school next week after the, you know, extended spring break, they're calling it. It's all online. Like he's going to be on a computer in some sort of conference uh, program. Like, yeah, there's a tremendous drain. You got to realize again, the internet is nothing but computers connected to one another all over the world. If those computers start to slow down, then everybody slows down. Um, yeah, is it going to completely hey, break? No, probably not. But yeah, it's going to be different for isn't, sure. Isn't Netflix yeah. supposedly going to start broadcasting not in 4K but normal HD to slow all of that down? I read something like That's that. That's possible. Um, that that would make sense. Okay. I have well, well, see, one thing that's cool though, and you know. Obviously, nobody's going to movie theaters, right? No. But now they're showing first-run films on Vudu, and yeah, and saw I saw that. Yeah, so you can catch like all these shows, you know, at home now. Yeah, the so, Disney released uh, or is about to release uh, their new film Onward, which has been in uh, theaters, I think, for only a couple of weeks, and uh, that's going to be available for uh, on-demand services and and things like that, which is is huge. You know, there are a lot of kids, a lot of right. people that want you know some semblance of normalcy, been looking forward to going to uh, the movies. Now you can't, but next best thing, you watch it at home. Hey. That's another. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's, a, that's another thing. You know, the, the, the age of innocence. I mean, again, I go back to my subject matter, you know, during the war, if you were actually in an active area of the war, staying home, protecting yourself or whatever. Um, you know, the kids not going to school, not socially interacting, which they weren't doing like we used to do, obviously, with the way the day and age is going. Now it's really restricted. It's the the growth the growth process the growing up process it's gonna I hope I hope that all this makes all of us young and old stronger stronger in many ways but it's definitely when you think what it's taking away from us as adults think about what it's taking away from the youth who doesn't quite know exactly who they are yet trying to figure it all out it's God it's just the repercussions of this are so strong we got to really stay strong for everybody around us we got to support each other our loved ones our sphere of influence everything that we do folks I mean this is this is the time to be more unified and, and the best we can be. Like I say, at the end of every it's time show than ever, it's, it's time to just be the best we can be. You know, when you look at all the jobs that are being lost or going down, you know, all the Instagram models and all that, you know, even the hawking of wares, if people aren't shipping or whatever, there was a big article on that and how that's all reducing too. It's, a, it's affecting in so many different ways. Okay. I don't want to end the show on a negative note. I want to say in a positive note and that positive note is, 
that I just wish that everybody does everything they can do to be safe, protect your loved ones every around you, protect your elders, protect yourself, okay, and be smart. We Every day, pay attention to the news, pay attention to the facts. We are in an ever-changing world. I hope we can go back to life at Easter. I highly doubt that will happen. But I hope we can go back to life as we know it, as best as possible, as soon as possible. Uh, Sammy, please share whatever you want to share. I'll sign off after you and TJ talk. Uh, just Sam's Pajama Party on Instagram, The Single Life on Twitter, and Sammy Phillips on Facebook. There you go. Sammy, thanks for coming on the show. I love you, honey. Stay love safe. You. Yeah. Love you, too. Stay safe. And uh, we might have you on in two weeks instead of four weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yay. Yeah. TJ. Uh, by the way, TJ, before you talk, think about it. I think Sammy said an F-bomb maybe once or twice. That was it. This is like your most tame sh- twice. Yeah. You know, Three it, times. Like, I, like I've been saying for a week now, it's the end of the world as we know it. This wow. is a new world for me. Wow. I, I don't know. Sam wow. doesn't swear as much. This is weird. I don't, where are we? Who are you? I don't know. <laughs> All right, TJ. <laughs> Go See, for it, that, that I don't have to say. The buffer's it. not even looking. He just completely missed it. He's he's off in his own oh, world. I, See, that's oh, the problem I, I with the show. Know. With the show on video, you start to realize how uh, no one really pays attention when they're not talking. <laughs> just waiting for the <laughs> next turn to talk. I'm paying. I'm paying attention now. TJ, sign off, buddy, and I'll take it from there. Yeah, no, you can uh, check out a lot of the stuff that I do on uh, podcasts uh, between rounds radio. Uh, we cover mixed martial arts, and right now we're doing a lot of retrospective stuff. Uh, doing things called watch-alongs where we actually watch uh, an event and talk about uh, sort of what was going on uh, in the time uh, that that event took place. Uh, I've done some really crazy cool events the last uh, few days. I went back and did UFC 3 uh, all the way back in in 1994. Um, We did Elite XC1 in 2007, the first time that women really took center stage uh, in a major mixed martial arts promotion uh, when Gina Carano took on uh, Julie Kedzie. I uh, just did UFC 71, which was uh, Rampage Jackson versus Chuck Liddell 2. The first time ESPN really got behind uh, a mixed martial arts event and uh, and covered it. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it's cool to look back and, uh, you know, given the situation that we're in, we're able to do so in a, a much more in-depth way as we're not getting ready for a, a fight card uh, every weekend. So you can check that out anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, do a search for Between Rounds Radio. And if you find that the content is something you like, uh, you can show your support. Get ad-free versions of our content and listener exclusives at patreon.com forward slash Between Rounds. All right, TJ. Thanks, TJ. Thanks, Sammy. Everybody, one little thing. On my Instagram, I posted an article from UFC.com where they have what they consider the 10 best outfits or uh, tuxedos designed by my exclusive tailors, King and Bay, or at my King and Bay on the internet and on Instagram. Check it out. I've gotten tons of comments. I love to hear your opinion on your favorite outfit because it'll give me an idea of the ones we're designing for the shows coming up towards the end of the year and ones I'll break out of the closet uh, during the year. So it's just a little fun bit. We all got to stay light. We all got to have a sense of humor and stay positive during these trying times. So for a little lightness, go check that out. Also, too, thank you again for all your orders coming in for voiceovers and videos and championship introductions. Obviously, weddings are being postponed. I'm noticing that. But for some reason, that end of the business here is getting very busy. People looking for more entertainment, um, whether you do it order through Cameo or whether you order through BruceBuffer.com. But I'm there to lighten up your day, give you entertainment, whatever will make yourself happy during this period and moving forward. With that being said, everybody, please stay safe out there. 
do what the professionals and the medical people are telling us to do. Let's cut this curb. Let's beat this together. And we will beat it. And life will come back as we know and love it. But let's stay strong. Let's stay positive. And more importantly, more than ever, be a role model for your sphere of influence. Lead by example. Teach others how to teach others how to be the best they can be and set your goals and write them down. When you do sit on the path and you will be stepping on that path again out of your house, it will be, we will be back better and stronger than ever, but be the best you can be and then you'll be winning. Right now you're winning at home and winning by doing what you can do to benefit all those around you. Love you all. Take care, everybody. Love you, Sammy. Love you, TJ. Buffer out. Love you. 